0: You are listening to the Social Media
1: and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association, sharing strategies and tools to help you get the most from social selling and tech. And now your host, Bill Bannum.
0: Social selling is fundamentally important to any sales strategy today. So how do you do it? How do you get it right? How can you become a social selling superstar? In this episode of the CPSA's Social Media and Tech Podcast, we'll consider exactly that. Today's guest is Sarah Zeldman. Sarah Zeldman is a speaker, mentor, trainer, influencer, and online marketing and sales guru. Sarah helps business owners and entrepreneurs realize their goals of increasing sales through online marketing campaigns. Known by clients and friends as the e-marketing maven, Sarah possesses an ability to deliver the precise information and services that small businesses need, helping them to achieve true success through their online marketing efforts. Sarah Zeldman, welcome to the Social Media and Tech podcast brought to you by the CPSA. It's, It's great to have you with us today.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Sarah To start with, please offer a high-level overview of of what you consider to be social selling and maybe suggest a few tools or networks which which that encompasses.
1: You know, I like to use a definition that I found at a great social selling blog. Social selling is the process of developing, nurturing, and leveraging relationships in a digital environment to sell products and services. And I really like this definition because developing, nurturing, and leveraging relationships is not it happens in a digital space, but it's not all about technology. Social media, social selling, it's extension of all of our human relationships. The main difference between social selling or networking in the real world and online is that you have to learn to use the features of each social media site to do what we usually do as professionals anyway. Sooner or later, we all have to develop and nurture and leverage relationships. So with social selling... You learn how to do that in a digital environment in addition to doing it in the real world and go back and forth between the digital environment and the real world. You're networking online, basically, um, and going back and forth between the online world in, in social media and the real world. And in terms of the tools in the network, it really depends on the industry and your goals. But obviously, LinkedIn is usually the main site for business to business social selling. And second runner ups for me on my book, Twitter and Instagram seem to be the second place for B2B social selling.
0: You spoke a moment ago about the similarities between um, in-person networking, engaging with people through social media. Can, Can you elaborate on what some of those similarities might look
1: like? So if you're going to a real-life networking meeting, you don't just roll out of bed, head on over, and walk up to somebody and launch into your sales pitch. You would approach it a little more strategically. First, before you even go to the event, you'd be sure to dress appropriately for the event. If it's like jeans and a T-shirt, if that's the the nature of the networking event, then you would dress that way. And if it's suit and tie, you would dress in a suit and tie. And that's similar to getting your social media profile optimized to get it ready for social selling. You want to make sure that your profile is appropriate and set up properly for networking on social media. Then, after you're dressed and now you're ready to go, you probably take a look around for somebody appropriate to approach. You know, you may have different visual cues in a in a room full of different business owners as to who you might make a connection with or who your target customer might be, but basically you'd look to expand your network in a targeted way. And in the same way, you do that on social media. You look to expand your network in a targeted way by trying to find your target customers and contacts on whatever site you're on, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, or Facebook, or whatever. And then next, If you saw a group of people talking, you wouldn't just walk right over and jump into the conversation, right? You'd probably hang back a little, quietly listen into the conversation, get a feel for the people, learn about what they're discussing until you found an appropriate place to make a comment. And you do the same thing when you're social selling. You don't just jump in with a sales pitch, hang back a little, learn about your targets, learn about your prospects. And then you'll be able to have a deeper, richer, more appropriate conversation. And then when the time is right, you strike up a conversation with somebody, you engage with them in an authentic way. Again, you don't launch into a sales pitch. And then finally, after you have a conversation, you've connected with them, you would look to stay in touch with your contact and follow up when appropriate and probably try to Call them again or meet with them again, and you do the same thing with social media. So a real-life networking meeting can really provide a good framework for social selling.
0: What would you say to a salesperson that thinks that they don't need to have a big social media network because they've got an in-person network from 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 events that they've attended and they've got lots of business cards on their table and they they think that's enough business cards? Thank you very much. Uh, that's going to keep me going.
1: Even the industrial. Manufacturing businesses I work with, they're all waking up to the fact that they need to be on social media. They need to be on social media in a different way than the business to consumer company. But the one one headline I love to show from Sword Magazine, I think it was from last year 78% of salespeople using social media outsell their peers. Time and time again, I'm seeing statistics like this, and I'm also seeing the stats that say that today's buyer might be anywhere between 60 to 90% of the way through their journey looking for solutions for their business before they even reach out to a vendor.
0: Where where should they be in terms of the social media ecosystem? Uh, if they want to become um, a social selling star, what types of content should they be sharing? What networks do they need to be super active on?
1: If it's a business-to-business audience, it's usually LinkedIn first, but sometimes sometimes industries can surprise you. An industry can be active on Twitter or even Instagram more than LinkedIn. You may find more active people there. You might find less people there, but more active people there. In terms of what they should be doing, there are four different activities. You want to look to expand your network in a targeted way, and you do that by using different strategies to find your target customers and target companies on the site. Now, each site um, usually has an advanced search feature, and LinkedIn has an amazing one, by learning how to use the advanced search features, that's one way to find your target customers on the site. Once you've found some prospects, some target customers connected with some people, you want to really observe their activity and learn about them more, learn about their interests, learn about their skills, learn about the projects they're working on, and look for trigger events. Trigger events are news you can use to start a conversation. Has there been mergers or acquisitions? Has Have them or their company won awards? Are they working on something new, something you can use to strike up a conversation? Then once you've done a little observing and you've got a trigger event, something you could use for a conversation or just know a little bit more about them, you look to engage with them in an authentic way. And I've got a three-step formula Uh, for doing that. I'll go into that a little bit more in a minute if you want me to, but once you've engaged with your connections in an authentic way, um, then the fourth step in your social selling routine may actually surprise you because it's actually to take the conversation off of the social media site. That's really our ultimate goal. Our ultimate goal is to get the conversation started or keep it going on social media, but eventually to take it more off social media with either an email a phone call or an in-person meeting
0: so you you've created a powerful personal brand you've complemented it with the company brand you're generating lots of conversions interest and sales but how how do you manage all of that, that now that you are a bit of a uh, social selling star are there any are there any ways that you can automate or pre-schedule some of your activities to to take some of the strain away
1: Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I think ideally we'd love to automate everything, but you can't automate all parts of this because then it won't come across as authentic. But you can automate um, parts of my three-step formula. So the three-step formula um, is for engaging your connection. This formula I came up with when most people who were coming to me for help had already set up their social media accounts and they had already gotten some likes or followers or connections, and then they didn't know what to do on a regular basis to promote their business. So I realized that you're always doing one of three things to maintain your social media account. You're always either posting your own original content, sharing other people's content, or mingling, starting and jumping into conversations. And it's that posting and sharing part which actually can take the most time and be the most challenging, that's actually the part that can be more automated. If you automate your posting and your sharing and you chunk the creation of your posts or the sharing of your posts, you do that in a chunk of time and you schedule it to post and share throughout the week, then you can show up a little less often, two or three times a week on a social media site, check in, respond to comments, and jump and look for places to start and jump into conversations. So automating that, I love to use a tool called Buffer. Buffer allows you to connect your social media accounts and set times of day that you'd like to post. When you find a great article to share, you click on that extension and a little screen pops up and it allows you to type a little introduction to the article. And that's really critical when you're sharing good content you always want to tell your target customer by introducing the article exactly why they're going to find this article helpful or interesting to them. You type a little introduction and then you can choose to share it right away or put it in the buffer to share at the next pre-scheduled time. So I know a lot of professionals, their social media routine, they get, and there's another great tool to help with this. It's called Google Alerts. You can get great blog posts and articles about any subject you want, sent right to your email inbox every day. So in the morning, over their coffee, they get their Google alerts, they open up a few articles about their industry, review them, fill up that Buffer by, um, you know, typing a little introduction, and now Buffer is sharing for them throughout the week, and now it looks like they're on social media all day, but they're not. So if you can automate that sharing process, and Buffer will also allow you to create original posts in Buffer if you want. So if you automate that posting and sharing process by using the Buffer tool and using the Google Alerts to find those industry updates and great articles that will be helpful to your audience, if you do that, then you can Buffer can post for you throughout the week or the month, and then you show up once a day, once every other day, on the social media side of your choice, and look to respond to any comments that have been there, you know, answer answer the the messages in your inbox, and then look to start and jump into conversations, either by sending a message to your prospects or getting involved in a conversation in a group. And there are many other ways to mingle on each network.
0: Okay, so so far we've been talking more uh, in a focused manner on social selling, talking to our salespeople audience, but. More generally in business, what are some of the benefits of being well-connected on social media? Is it, is it possible, for example, to become seen as a, a, a trusted resource and, and a thought leader? And, and, and what does that bring you if you, if you get to that level of, of stardom?
1: You can absolutely become a trusted resource and a thought leader. Um, moreover, you can really build genuine relationships. If I met somebody, let's say, at a a live networking meeting, and then I'm liking and commenting and sharing their posts, you know, throughout, like, the next three months, and maybe there's a quick message, and I send them an article, and then, let's say, three months later, I meet them at another networking meeting, or I even run into them at the grocery store. All of a sudden, it's like, Sarah, how you doing? It's as if we never dropped the connection, because we maintained that connection through social media, it helps keep you top of mind and it helps to build relationships. And whenever I say this to a group of people, the active social media users in the room are always nodding their head because everyone who uses social media actively really knows this. They know that even just the lightest interactive interaction on social media sustained over time keeps you more connected than if you never contacted them at all. So it helps turn that dreaded cold call into a warm call. And it really starts and deepens the relationship. You cannot put a price on the value of really being top of mind in such a cost effective way.
0: Wow, thank you very much. Um, Sarah Zeldman, we're almost at the end of this particular social media and tech podcast. Before we wrap things up, uh, can, you, can you tell our listeners how they can learn more about you?
1: Sure. Um, well, please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's Sarah Zeldman, S-A-R-A-H-Z-E-L-D-M-A-N. And you can follow me on Twitter at The E-Maven.
0: Sarah Zeldman, okay. thank you again so much for being our guest today. This has been awesome. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to get you on again very soon for another episode
1: so much. It's been a pleasure being here.
0: Listeners, I've been your host, Bill Bannum. This has been the Social Media and Tech Podcast brought to you by the CPSA. Until next time, thanks for listening.
1: Thank you for listening to the Social Media and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association.